Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Welcome to another episode of, I almost said I love a Lifetime movie. No, this <laughs> podcast is called Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, joined not so far away from me, but on the other side of Los Angeles, Megan Connolly. Hi, Megan. Hello, Megan. We are um, I buy coastal of LA. You're on the east side. I'm on the west mm-hmm. side. Now, I understand there are not coasts on both sides of California, but we're, for the sake of this, we are... Uh, You know, we're representing both sides of Los Angeles. We're long distance right now, but we are fresh off of our Megan Fun of Sports slumber parties we have where we, oh my gosh, guys, we had sangria, we ate Taco Bell, we watched Love is Blind. Now, you've been really busy. I'm guessing you have not watched any more Love is Blind since we watched together. No, I haven't watched an episode. We did watch Succession together as well. Yes, we did. Yes. Some of our Love is Blind favorites I have really turned on. Already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A former athlete. A former soccer player. He was player. your favorite from the beginning of the show. We thought about maybe you sliding into his DMs at Things a moment. Are not good. And Things now are not you've good. turned on him. Mm-hmm. I've turned on him. Um, but Megan was in town. She's still in town. Uh, but we all got together. The whole Extra Points crew got together at Sal's house. And we had barbecue, lots of dips, some drinks. I, Eddie and I had a shot. I was supposed to pour us just a half shot. I poured myself a half shot. I poured Eddie like a three-quarter shot. And I do apologize for that, Eddie. Um, I was able to get up with my baby in the morning, too. So that's pretty impressive. I can't confirm. You you were. You were up. Yes. Um, We were able to watch some games in person. Megan and I did karaoke. We sang Picture by Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. (laughs) Megan played Kid Rock. I played the role of Sheryl Crow. I I think I saw some tears in the audience. Yeah, I do not want to get canceled for being Kid Rock. Um, It's just a banger. I'm sorry. What can I say? Um, Megan, give us a a 1 to 10 on how you're feeling about your Los Angeles trip. Well, I've really hit all corners of Los Angeles. I was in the east side with you. You took me to Pasadena. We saw the father of the bride house. I spent the last two days on the west side. Yesterday, I went to West Hollywood as well. So I'm really hitting all of the spots. Um, Big fan of L.A. I've been hearing a lot of complaints about the rain that has happened in L.A. this winter. It's been beautiful since I've been here. So you are welcome, all of you. I brought the good weather with me. Um, It's always fun to be in L.A. And, um, you know, the traffic here, it is it's a pain, but it's a different type of traffic than like New York traffic. This is traffic that moves. It's just everything takes forever. And, and it's traffic that makes no sense either. Yeah. Like there'll be a delay and then you get up there and you go, I don't under, were, were they taking a photo? Like I really yeah, don't I've had a them. lot of moments this week where I said, oh, I want to live here. Like we went to Sal's house and I said, oh, this, this is where I want to live. And uh-huh. then I went to the father of the bride house and mm-hmm. we drove through Pasadena and I said, no, 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 no. This is where I want to live. And now I spent the last few days in El Segundo. And yesterday, Mikey Meatballs took me to $3 milkshake Mondays. And I said, oh. El Segundo might be the place for me. Now I know oh. like the Chevron oil is not very pretty, but I think it adds a little bit of character to, to Absolutely. the ocean. Absolutely. The thing is, you go, 
okay, we're in LA. This is obviously the set of Aaron Brockovich. And so it's nice to get a peek behind the curtain. And you would think an oil refinery would lower the home prices, but it really doesn't. I know, but you could kind of make up a story like your grandfather worked there or something. It's like the blue collar um, ocean town where everything is still well over a million dollars. Yes, kind of like a Dawson's Creek situation. Mm. Okay, good point. All right, um, we've had so much fun. I'm so thrilled that you've been out here and that you got to hang out with Conrad too. But all of that aside, we got to get into a lot of news is happening. So um, how about you kick us off with your mensch this week? Oh, this is great. My mensch of the week is Meek Mill. So what is going on right now is the NFL owners meetings, which is one of my favorite events of the NFL calendar, because this is where all of the really, 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 really rich people mingle with the media. And it doesn't make sense whatsoever. They all stay in the same five-star hotel. They're all at the bar together. It's basically the owners going on vacation and everybody just gets to watch it unfold. It's, it's the closest thing to a public Illuminati meeting that we'll ever get. Of course. And so obviously the owners, um, make statements. Um, they give their opinions on rules. I'm sure we'll have the blood of virgins, you know, all the hits, all of this. And, Robert Kraft, uh, the owner of my team, the New England Patriots, said that his good friend Meek Mill had texted him saying that Lamar Jackson wants to be a Patriot. And I think this would be great. The Patriots have had a lackluster so far, underwhelming offseason. I know they've had signed some names, but it's really not doing it for me. They have no weapons. They have no wide receivers. But... You insert Lamar Jackson into this offense. You don't need him. That's you can all, run yeah. the ball. That's what Bill Belichick wants to do. They can go draft another offensive lineman, fix up the line. Lamar wants to come. Thank you, Meek Mill, for bringing it to Robert Kraft's attention. And um, I think it should be a done deal any any moment now. Okay, so that was actually not the part of that story that was newsworthy to me. I was very shocked that Meek Mill and Robert Kraft, who is an elder man, were even on texting basis. Oh, they are very good friends. friends. Very good friends. This goes back a long time. Robert Kraft um, was one of the people who helped to get Meek Mill out of jail. Uh Um, They've started a nonprofit together. Robert Kraft has used his plane to fly children um, whose parents are incarcerated to a Patriots game, taking them on the field. So this is one of RKK's passion projects and Meek Mill and him are very close. So isn't Meek Mill an Eagles fan though? He is from Philadelphia. I think his relationship with RKK has turned him into a Patriots fan. Wow. Fascinating. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. You learn something new every day. I, I sent it to you and I said, I, I did not see, you know, it's like those calendars that are like, it's like a big cow and then like a tiny kitten and you go, okay, I love it. What a cute friendship. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So my mensch this week, uh, there were so many stories that I just ended up picking the entire NCAA women's basketball tournament. It. Uh, okay. So Vanessa Bryant gifted the entire women's LSU team, Kobe six Grinches. The video coming out of it is absolutely amazing. Sue Bird showed up and all of the Iowa basketball players are like, oh my God, like an icon is there. And a a story came out today that the Iowa Louisville game drew more viewers on ESPN than any 
NBA game on ESPN this season. And that's a lot of NBA games. So kudos to the women. The The final four is set. Um, and I am so looking forward to South Carolina versus Iowa. We will touch on that a little bit later. But just uh, the mensch, all all the women, in, in, incredible, incredible tournament. And we have to give a little bit of a shout out. I know she has been mentioned as a moron on this very podcast before. Yes. But shout out to Kim Mulkey. The outfit was unbelievable. We need more of this. We were the outfit girls last week when we were talking about the coaches. Athleisure versus sweatpants. Kim Mulkey. We didn't even know Fraggle Rock was a category. Oh, Kim Mulkey, you have it down. Let us know your tips. Tag the brands. I want more fashion shows in women's sports. It's really like I feel like she's getting the cast aside costumes from that Elton John biopic. Oh, yes, and yes. it's really I mean <laughs> she's a she's going above she, and beyond. She's a nut. Um it's and I mean that what I good didn't know bad. we needed. I mean that good and bad. Um okay, so I'm gonna give uh Eddie, you come in and, you come in and give us your mensch this week. Sure, my mention of the week uh, are it's my Boston University Terriers. They have advanced to the Frozen Four. Oh. Uh, while plenty of people are complaining about the the men's Final Four not giving you the star power, the blue bloods everyone wants. A bunch of blue bloods in the Frozen Four with my BU Terriers, Michigan um, and Minnesota. They beat uh, Western Michigan in round one, round two they beat Cornell, and they advance oh. to the uh, the Final Four here. Frozen Four versus Minnesota, who is the favorite, will be a tough matchup, but there's a very very good BU team. Jay Pendolfo, first year head coach former New, New Jersey Devil and BU Terrier graduate. Uh, I'm just upset because I went to school there from 10 to 14 in 09. I missed the Terriers winning the national title game. And then in 15, um, I missed them. Uh, they lost the national title game to Providence. So um, I, I need to see them win. And um, it's going to be great. And I'm looking forward to it. The It's down in Tampa Bay, Hockey Hotbed, Amelie Arena next week. And the Frozen Four Championship, I believe, is on the 8th. So uh, cross my fingers when Terriers get it done. So good job by them. Great season. And overall frozen four fun name terriers really cute mascot too. and really I mean, when you think of tampa you think hockey I, they does. love it they love it okay so my i have a a like a mensch b um which is kudos to the university of texas for hiring uh rodney terry full-time he was the interim coach for the longhorns and and just impassioned said that he will love these men for the rest of his life now this goes into my moron of the week which is olmus um a few weeks ago but it didn't get flagged for me they hired former UT coach Chris Beard, who is under investigation for domestic violence. I think maybe the charges are being dropped, which is like, does kind of ha- like, it's like, I don't, it, it, if you're one of those people that's like, I believe in due process. It's like, okay, well, we know due process doesn't really work. I don't know if you've ever seen a film, um, but I just, I look at Ole Miss and I go, is there no one else? I feel like. This men's tournament has showed us that there's a lot of good Dusty coaches May. out there. Who's Tom? Somebody hired Dusty May. And and I and I wouldn't think of Mississippi as being the state that respects women, uh, but they just really drove it home with this one. And I'm like, there's just so many other people to hire. So they get my belated moron of the week. Megan, who do you have? Uh, my moron of the week is Megan Gailey. What the. F- 
Yes, you are my moron of the week. Um, I am in the Extra Points headquarters right now. I'm on location, Extra Point headquarters. It was brought to my attention. We are all doing this um, wonderful staff bracket challenge. Fun, cute. And it was brought to my attention that you, Megan Gailey, did not submit (laughs) a bracket. So you filled out this bracket and forgot to hit save. So there is a bracket submitted by Megan Gailey, but it is an empty bracket. And you have submitted a bracket on CBS Sports that we could we could take. Yeah, Um, it would put you in second to last place. (laughs) My argument for this is whenever you fill out a bracket, you always have a second thought. Right. You know, I really I really liked Miami here, but I think they're going to lose earlier. So I'm going to switch it. Um, there is a cap of consequence on the line for the last place person in this bracket challenge. And you put yourself in a different difficult situation, not submitting a bracket. I think maybe not a full on cap situation, but I think you have to face a consequence here. I just, I let you stay in my home. <laughs> I let you kiss my baby and you come on here and try and get me to have to drink Harry's brother's bathwater. And it's like, it's your own friends that will stab you in the back. Yeah. I mean, maybe I didn't hit save because <laughs> my bracket was so bad. You know, I saw, oh, I saw the fairly Dixon writing on the wall, but I do have UConn in my final four. So I think that maybe my saving grace but yeah that was a pretty well upper management is discussing um what should happen with you but i i I didn't get invited to go to pizza i live closest to the pizza restaurant i was available i don't care about a diet i'm just sitting at home watching a lifetime movie and i could have been having delicious pizza paid for by sal so you guys are all my moron now all right eddie you're my favorite person on the podcast now who's your moron uh, my morn is the NFL. I think we'll get you guys all in back in agreement here. So the news of the day, and they're kind of, you know, making this like a big deal when it's not, is that any NFL player could wear the number zero now. I believe there were still arguments over if uh, defensive linemen could wear single digits. Punters now could wear like number 99. Whoop-de-doo. Um, so, Megan, as you mentioned, you know, the NFL owners are together. They're having their little Bohemian Grove meeting, uh, I guess, in Florida this year Arizona and, this year oh it's the Billmore right right, right yeah wrong. sorry it was like Palm Beach last year right yeah uh, Bill, it's tough yeah. to keep up with where the billionaires are traveling I, I know I, I I'm ashamed of myself because I have actually been to the Billmore owners meetings before but they buried this one which was you know the bane of my existence all last year as you guys heard uh and notable rules that were not passed or not voted on and what did not pass though is allowing roughing the passer penalties to be reviewed um, other things they, you know, denied, uh, teams allowing to have a third quarterback on game days, which we've seen this year that actually be very useful spotting the level 25 after a fair catch and a kickoff. So there's a couple other things that were, were not passed on, but the number one thing throughout the course of this last NFL season, frankly, uh, a number of seasons is that roughing the passer penalty should be reviewed because not all hits on quarterbacks are equal. And obviously certain referee referee groups call that play differently than others. And it ruined the outcome of a lot of games, but on the bright side, Calvin really could wear number zero for the Jaguars. Um, but we're going to have to suffer through another season of referees absolutely destroying football games because again, they're not making this reviewable. So NFL owners, you are all 32 of you are my morn of the week and another bad thing the NFL has done. 
I got to talk to Sal because we really should have sent Eddie to the owners' meetings to protest officials. I do think that I can see some owners not wanting it to be reviewed because it's one of those rules that's not enforced the same for every quarterback. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're protecting some of the guys more than we are. And if they start reviewing it, then they're going to have to own up to that. But if it's just like, oh, it was fast and it was the motion and I saw his head, I think they are able to deny it a little bit. So there's always like one or two things that get picked up by the XFL and brought over to the NFL. Well, at least that's what happened last time. Thank you, XFL, for giving us all Skycam. We love it. I don't know how we had football without Skycam. The one thing I think we're going to get from this XFL if you have watched, you will know that the reviews they do, they have the official on headset reviewing it audibly live on television, and it goes by so much and like, quicker. And I think the NFL needs to adopt this because the only reason I am with the owners for this, I don't want any more delays, you know, for 20 minutes while they review a stupid call. Just make up your mind. Whether it's good or bad, it gives us something to talk about, and I don't XFL- have time to Minutes. isn't even real like it's like they're better at rules <laughs> they're not even a real league okay let's take a quick break so megan and i can get a f- in a fight off air and then we'll be right back your very first bet with caesar sportsbook it's on caesar's just sign up with promo code omaha full that's o-m-a-h-a-f-u-l-l then place your first bet if you win great you keep your winnings but if your first bet loses you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet must be 20 21 plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if a wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop betting before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. In Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY to 467369. Offer not available in Massachusetts, Maryland, and Ohio. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, Megan's bloodied. Um, We are back. The NBA is less than two weeks from ending. LeBron returned after missing 13 games to play for the Lakers against the Bulls. Now, the Lakers, they need to win every single game at this point. And they lose to the Bulls on on the back of who has been the late-season MVP for the Bulls. One former Laker, Pat Beverly. And then two... (laughs) put a cherry on top he taunts his former teammate LeBron who we also like always seemed to love and was constantly hyping up like Pat Bev he knows no allegiances and Mm -hmm. he's so delusional he he really like you want to be mad at him I almost thought about making him my moron for taunting LeBron and then I go this is actually really fun I know he's he is entertaining. It is. It's like watching a car accident. You just can't look away, right? Like I love everything he does, even though I hate everything he does. He's it's, on your Bulls now, and he's the best thing that's ever happened to them. And it also was funny because uh, the Bulls have Alex Caruso on their team, who LeBron absolutely loves. So the fact that the Bulls him. beat them, um, it's great. I'm happy LeBron is back, and. Um, it's just an unfortunate way to start um, yeah. his return with the Lakers having to win every game. I do have to a little update for you. Okay. Um, I had to submit some expenses to sell. Um, I bought Ooh, a piece of I equipment. Submit, can I submit some? Sure. Yeah. Send okay. them over. His email's open. Um, I had to submit for a camera situation and he re- he said, how much do I owe you? And I told him and I said, and then take $250 of that and put it on the Sacramento Kings to win the Pacific. And now uh-huh. this was to win the division. Yeah, this was like two months ago and mm-hmm. it was plus 340 odds. It hit. Wow. So I think this is a great company initiative instead of um you know, paying each other off, which a lot of people still have not paid you for these bets. Um, we could submit expenses as bets. Instead. Okay, cool. I just wow. got a Costco membership. There's got to be a way I can write that off onto extra points mm-hmm. um, that I needed to buy toilet paper in bulk. And y'all, yeah, be f- I'll be figuring out a bet for. Oh, well, you definitely could because you had to eat the room temperature clam chowder and. Therefore, you need an extra toilet paper. Oh, I about that. So that's that an actually, expense. That was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Luca got his 16th technical of the season, which is supposed to result in a one-game suspension. And then the NBA rescinded it. Ugh. And the thing is, it's like uh, that's like a tiny piece of good news for this Mavs team that's truly in a nosedive. Um, and I know people want to blame it on Kyrie because he's the addition and they've been so bad since him. I think it's got to be blamed on Luca. Like, Luca just... 
you know, people are calling him a crybaby. He does not play defense. He wants so many things handed to him, it feels like. And I think they're at the point. So the Mavs are on the outside looking in of even the play-in at this point. I think Mark Cuban has to look at this team and think about blowing it up in the offseason. I don't know why you bring Kyrie into that situation. Luca is your guy. Luca was fine before Kyrie. Um, I I think that this is on Mark Cuban and it's on Kyrie. I'm taking the side of Luka Doncic in this. Kyrie came into Luca's house. Luca did not go into Kyrie's house. I know, but Luca's house was already dirty. So it's like blaming the people from Hoarders that they brought cameras into the hoarded house. It's like, yes, but there's stacks of newspapers everywhere. That's not the camera. But they were still functioning just fine before Kyrie came in. Mm, Fine, but not good. Yeah, and now it's just taking a nosedive. So in the offseason, who do you side with, Luca or Kyrie? Oh, I mean, Luca. But, like, I think you get rid of everyone, and then you send Luca to, like, a spa to really do some deep searching. I don't know, maybe get him some of the ayahuasca that does not seem to be working for our other friend. Uh, in the in the West right now, if the season were end today, the Warriors, Pelicans, Lakers, and Thunder would be the teams in the play-in. The Mavs outside looking in. Dame has basically been shut down for the season and people are wondering where he is going to wind up after this. I love Dame. Um, And then in the Eastern Conference, the Heat, Hawks, Raptors, and Bulls would be in the plan. On the outside looking in are my Pacers, but I'm okay with it. And your magic. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of teams. I'm a Kings fan. I'm a Bulls Bulls fan. fan. I'm a Magic fan. Um, I wore a Toronto Raptors shirt on Friday and someone asked me if I was from Canada and I said, no, just a big Raptors fan. So it's sometimes tough to keep track of all my teams, but both of us are a year away from being a year away with my magic and with your Pacers. So I have a lot of um, very cool vintage clothing because of CJ. Thank you. And I last night was wearing to bed this like giant Pacers 90 shirt that says boom baby on it. Little sweet baby Conrad had a bit of an accident. His mouth was bleeding at 4 a.m. And he got blood all over the shoulder of this shirt. But it looks so bad that I'm almost thinking about keeping it and like telling people I I beat up a Bulls fan or something. I think you should. That's a great idea. I need to see a picture of this. Our our listeners need to see. (laughs) Blood may be on there, whether I like it. I did not spot treat it, so it may be there, uh, whether I like it or not. Okay, switching gears from the NBA to college, the final four is set. Uh, We have FAU. Sure, why not? Uh, versus San Diego State again. Okay, mm-hmm. and the Miami Hurricanes versus UConn. UConn really only being the one team of the four that kind of makes sense. The rest, yeah, they of them were are- ranked number one during the regular season, so they clearly had the pieces. But they were a four seed entering the tournament, so. I don't think a lot of people expected them to get to this point, and certainly nobody expected the rest of the teams to be here. No, and I see people going, oh, I don't care about this anymore. And I don't know, that that seems counterintuitive to me. It's like, it, we're so used to these blue bloods, as we call them, that isn't this kind of more fun that it's all these teams that we would have had no idea would made it? Yeah, and I think the argument for a lot of people say, oh, I don't like college basketball. The guys don't stay four years anymore. It's all of these one and dones. Well, look at the teams that are left. I mean, UConn has a couple of guys that could be one and ones, but you think FAU is getting one and dones? No way. And this is what is so great about the tournament. And this is what 
is so great about college basketball is that teams can have Cinderella stories and there can be teams of nobodies that end up making school history and a final four, which brings me to a little game that we played this past weekend. Your lovely husband, CJ asked both of us to give a final four call (laughs) as if you were the Florida Atlantic university radio play-by-play announcer. (laughs) How would you end the game to make sure um, that the fans responded to Florida Atlantic going to the final four. Okay. And I, I, he was so proud of his version of it that I do want to make sure I represent our family. So CJ's version was FA, you gotta be kidding me Florida Atlantic. So, I mean, that was the, the, the basis of it was FA, you gotta be kidding me. Mine was, Florida Atlantic keeps dancing all the way to Houston, baby. They stamp their ticket to the final four. First time in school history. And mine was, who, who, who? That's right, the owls of FAU make school history. They will dance their way to Houston to shock the world. Okay, I think a great job. <laughs> I think we've got a future. Okay, so we watched some of these games outside at a little bar. Isn't that fun? I love it. Outdoor TV. I mean, for all the things this country's getting wrong, that's something we're getting right. And I am so struck by the similar appearance between one Jim Beheim and one Jim Laranega, coach of Miami. I- you cannot tell me these are two different men. They look so similar. Both of their names are Jim. Honestly, their like coaching style seems similar. I, I I'm really having a hard time. Now, you, you said Jim Beheim has more of a get off my lawn vibe. Yes, I said they're both old men. Jim Beheim has a little bit more hair and a little bit more get off my lawn vibe. And what I meant by that, if you notice in Jim Beheim's coaching style, he does mm-hmm. not get his butt off his chair unless it's really, really bad. And I think that's classic get off my lawn guy. They're sitting on the porch. They're kind Cleaning of cleaning their rifle. Yes. They're yelling at the passerbys get off my lawn. And the second the man stands out of his chair, you know, you're in trouble. And that's how Jim Beheim coaches. Now, Jim Laranega, he's more animated and he, he's got, um, some sternness to him. And I'm not going to say he's like a nice, warm, cuddly guy, like a huggy Mm -hmm. bear, Mm -hmm. but he's definitely more approachable than Jim Beheim. I think they're the same person, and I know I didn't fill out a bracket, but if I could now submit a late bracket, that these two old white men look identical. Identical. And they're they both do. named Jim. Like, it's really, I, we saw Jim Laranega's wife. She was so cute and fun. We saw her mm-hmm. in the stands. I think you send Jim Beheim home to her. She doesn't know the difference. She She's might like, not. And Sit down, Jim. I made pork. Um, the other thing is, You know, something I look forward to in life is that our nose and our ears continue to grow until the day that we die. And if you, for whatever reason, think that this is not true, just look at Jim Beheim and Jim Laranega because they are both proving to the world that this is, in fact, true. My beloved grandfather, who I've talked about on this show, who was inducted into the Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame, um, my dad used to call him Mr. Potato Head. Um, (laughs) Not to his face. 
And then I, as a child, called him that to his face. And I, and like, I was a kid. So he immediately looked at my dad, like, I know you've been calling me Mr. Potato <laughs> my back. But yeah, it was really, and it was, I remember as a, like, have you ever seen, I think it happens in Look Who's Talking, like kids just like grab onto old people's noses because they're so big. I love that. It's some, it's one of the few things that we get to look forward to with aging. Um, with this final four, who are, who are you rooting for? Um, rooting for, I think at this point I have to jump on the FAU bandwagon because it would be fun. Who do I think will win business decision? UConn. Okay. And UConn's coach is crazy. Like the type of crazy that you and I are. Cool. Yeah. Like a good type of crazy, um, very animated, um, Mm -hmm can uh, sort of lash out, but in a positive way, not in like a mean way, just like kind of law, like, you know how we are a little yeah. uh, we jumpy like that. Yeah, um, we get excited. He's very much like that. Um, so I, I like Danny Hurley a lot and okay. I think he will be fun to watch throughout the final four. Um, speaking of crazy coaches, we are back with women's basketball. And as I said, it's going to be LSU versus Virginia Tech. Do you have any predictions of what Kim Mulkey may wear? You know her personally. I do know her personally. Um, I think we're going to get some feather rendition of what we saw with the suit, but it is definitely going to be the gold and purple. She has to support the school colors in this situation. Now, I love the hot pink. I love the floral on the last suit. I think this time we're going to get that. um, We're going to get that school color in okay. her. And it's also the same as the Lakers school color. So maybe Jeannie Buss could take some notes from Kim Mulkey. They could do a little closet share situation and we could see Jeannie wear this for her Lakers. Okay. So I have long said, and I saw people tweet it this weekend. And I go, I've been saying this for a long time that Kim Mulkey is an Amy Sedaris character. So I would like to see her dress as the Amy Sedaris character from Strangers with Candy, mm-hmm. uh, which was sort of a cult classic on Comedy Central where an elderly woman goes back to high school. And <laughs> I think she should do full candy cosplay and come out as that character. And it would just be such a wink to comedy fans around the world. I love it. I also could see your full on prom dress with yeah, maybe like gloves. dress like a queen. Yes. Because purple is the royal color. So mm-hmm. it's like she she would probably dress as like you know how the Burger King looks? Like the female version of the Burger King. Like it would not be modern, but it would be costumey. Yeah, and I would like to see whatever prom dress she decides. I think Kim Mulkey has it going on. Let's see a little leg slit. I'd yeah. like a, a slit and the shoes better be popping, which I know they will be because she doesn't she, do anything half. I bet she runs suicides with the team. Like she seems one of those like, all right, let's go. Like they start sprinting and you're like, all right, you're 65. Calm down. She looks um, great for her age. Yes. The other semifinal is South Carolina versus Iowa. Caitlin Clark, we mentioned her before the tournament, has been such a standout. And the trash talking of the women's tournament has really been innocent but fun. We've gotten lip readers involved. And Louisville's Haley Van Lith, who we talked about last episode because she was who got into it after the Texas-Louisville game, she she got the wrath of Caitlin Clark this time. Lip readers again involved. Caitlin Clark 
said to her as the clock was winding, winding down, you're down by 15, shut up. <laughs> and like, and Haley didn't say anything. It's so true. And like, I just, oh, I love, I love gals. sports hate. This is what it's about. Right. I mean, I know they don't actually hate each other, but I want some trash talk during the game. I want some, we love conflict. That's why we watch entertainment. That's why we watch sports. That's why we watch these shows. Um, more of it in the tournament. Good well, job, and I think girl. also it's like we saw Haley say like, okay, get out of my face to the Texas mm-hmm. player. And now someone is saying like, okay, get out of my face to her. So it ends up being like, oh, every, and I don't think she's a villain. I actually, I like love this. I think there's yeah. no victims here, only survivors. Um, but it's fun to see someone give it and then someone get it as well. It really becomes full circle. And the girl, uh, one of the Cavender twins who shushed the crowd yes. at assembly hall, loved that too. So yeah. the girls, they're putting on a performance for us and it is growing the game. Um, let's take a quick break and then we will be back with some NFL news. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay, we are back. The big news, as we mentioned at the top, is that Lamar Jackson has now come out and said that he requested a trade from the Ravens on March 2nd. Now, this news came out 25 days after it. I don't, I can't even begin to try and get into the mind of what's going on in the Lamar Jackson camp. But as this where is he going to go conversation has heated up, a lot of outlets are saying that a, a good spot for him to land could be my Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. I really understand why Lamar would want to come to Indianapolis. I think you look at last season and you go, ooh, that was bad. And then you remember the Colts have Jonathan Taylor, who the year before had the rushing title, was an MVP candidate. I don't think that was a fluke. I think he's very talented. They ended up sort of shutting him down last year. Like his numbers were not good. There were injuries, but then it was like, we're so bad. The offensive line is so bad. There's no play action because there is no threat of any sort of downfield pass. And they're also smart to do so, right? Like we all have, if we've learned anything the last five years of watching the NFL is that unfortunately the running back position its stock has dropped drastically. And if you have one of those good guys like a Jonathan Taylor, like a Derrick Henry, don't sort of got to put those guys on ice a little bit. So as soon as the Colts season was in shambles, they said, we got to keep our guy. Otherwise things are going to get way worse from here. And, and so the Jonathan Taylor of it, also the AFC South is just not a good division. And so he's able to come there and immediately compete for the playoffs, which is obviously he, is Super Bowl caliber. He's a former MVP. But you go, this is a easier path than the division he's currently in. I, I don't know if 
the Colts end up doing this. Jim Irsay at the owners meeting was uh, on record saying he doesn't believe in guaranteed contracts. He does not think that that's good for the game. I mean, it's like, of course, I don't think it's the game. You can just say it's not good for your pocketbook. That's fine, too. Um, But I I don't I I honestly like the more I was talking to a a friend today who's a Ravens fan. They're all so mad at Lamar Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, it's really bad. I do think he's going to have to go somewhere. The price is high. Um, And I just uh, I don't know. You don't want it? No, I do. I, okay. I, no, it, it's it, okay it, if you don't. No, I do. Okay. If the Colts could get this deal done without giving up every pick we have for the next five years, yes. Because I look at the crew of wide receivers and it's still not good. We don't have a number one. I think Alec Pierce is good. I think Michael Pittman is good. And I think this addition from the Bills will be good. McKinsey, I believe. Um but none of those are those are three number twos, which does not equal one number one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Lamar, as you were saying, then the whole field is opened up. But I, 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 I get why he would want to come there. If if he does end up with the Colts, I'm going to be even more disappointed that they let Stefan Gilmore walk because once I saw them trade him to the Cowboys, I go, oh, I don't know if they think winning this season is a possibility because he ended up winning the Colts three of their four games by just having incredible plays like at the at the last second to to stop touchdowns. And then you let that guy go. Then like what what is the plan? I guess. Sure. Um, Are you at all concerned about other holes that need to be filled or do you think Lamar is just another You've been burned by the quarterback position before, Especially right? Especially so, by bringing in a veteran from someplace else. Now, he yes. is he do, he is not Philip Rivers. He is not Carson Wentz. No. He is not Matt Ryan. But you do go, oh, my God, here it goes again. And I, I think if you bring in Lamar, we're not facing a situation where next year we're scrambling no. again. Hopefully you have him for the next seven years yeah. or or upwards of that. And, yeah, the offensive line is atrocious. And I and I don't know how that happened. I don't know who to blame. I, people, all they do is talk about how Quentin Nelson is the greatest offensive lineman. And it's like, yeah, well, he really <laughs> the bed last year. And yeah, I think did. he should give his Louis Vuitton suitcase back to Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> so, yeah, I have concerns. Um, but I would say my concern is them trying to draft a quarterback at fourth, seeing the teams that are ahead of them in the draft. I agree with that. And I think really any, any quarterback you draft on it, I mean, this guy you've, you've seen, you've seen more of, right? So it, it yeah. is safer than going the draft route. It's, it's and complicated. And he's so exciting. It is, it is bad um, for Indianapolis and, and, and maybe for sm- small market teams in general. And obviously in the NFL, they have so much less power and choice, but I look at, Lamar and I go, I don't know if he wants to live in Indianapolis. Like, I just really don't, I don't know if he, I I, I mean, I see the cutaways when they show Lucas Oil Stadium and like, I'm from there and I love it. I don't want to live there. So I don't, I get if he's like, no, I'm, I'm good on these fried pork tenderloin faces that I'm seeing. Now for my team, I think given the situation, I don't know what is going to happen. Um, I haven't, Close the book on Mac Jones like many others have yet, yet. But when a quarterback like Lamar Jackson is interested in playing for your team and you don't have a definite answer yet, I think you do have to pick up the phone. You take and, the call. And you you got to have to discuss Much it. Much like succession. 
Yes. I Nayon do- said, I got to take the call. I do think it was um, interesting that RKK said it's Bill's decision. So it's basically the owner saying, look, I would love Lamar. My friend Mina loves Lamar. Pop out. But this is Bill Belichick's decision. And then if Bill Belichick doesn't sign Lamar and Lamar goes to Indy and does great things and Mac Jones has another bad year, then it is on Bill. It's very much like a go ask your mom. It is. Yeah, you can you can have a sleepover. Go ask your mom. And it's like, well, come on. Aren't we a team? (laughs) Um, Now, (laughs) Bill Belichick did an interview Mm -hmm. this past week. And um, just you're from inside of that. It was I loved to. Megan came downstairs in a Patriots sweatshirt when she was staying at my house. And I do think Conrad looked at you like my mama said, we're not supposed to be nice to you. Like I see that logo and I go that stranger danger big time. Well, and to be fair, Conrad has a closet full of jerseys from just about every team. I mean, Mm -hmm. you you are introducing your son to a lot of different sports franchises and you're, it seems like you're allowing him to pick, right? Yes. Can I, this is, I love our nanny. She's absolutely incredible. Um, she's not a sports fan and I came home today and Conrad was wearing a Purdue shirt and I was like, Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually not ready to see that. Like she didn't know that like that was going to trigger me. You're tearing (sighs) up a little. I'm sad. And then there was this fake report that Zach Eady's in the transfer portal. And I go, he's too big to be in a portal. He's like the Weasley twins. It's like, you're not going to fit through a fireplace. Get him out of there. But you're allowing your son to choose. And when I came downstairs, he looked at me like, I've seen just about every jersey. My mom and dad have shown me every T-shirt. And I've never seen this logo. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to put on me lady mm-hmm. and then we ended up becoming great friends but he was very concerned about this sweatshirt. I pointed at you behind her back and he said no I'm good no. um okay so give us give us like your insider's take on this Belichick interview that went down my Belichick in this interview came out and said that Patriots fans um they need to be grateful for the last 25 years which I agree mm-hmm. with Bill they do mm-hmm. need to be grateful for the last 25 years what we saw was unprecedented. And I don't think this is a cop-out answer. I just think it's one of those things that has now ended and Patriots fans are more on Bill's case than they have been in the last 25 years, but they never had really a reason to be on his case for those last 25 years. I do see a little give and take with both sides. I think the Patriots fans need to be a little more patient. I don't know if that's the right word. It's they're so greedy, so greedy, but this Patriots organization, the way the last two seasons have ended the terrible loss to the bills in the first round of the playoffs was an embarrassment missing the playoffs this year was an embarrassment. And if you are Bill Belichick and you have set the standard and obviously he is on the back nine right now, I think this would not be a good way for him to go out. And if you are the greatest coach of all time, I think he does owe it to have a strong finish is my take on this whole Belichick interview. I still think he's the best coach to ever do it. Um, I still think he earns the benefit of the doubt to make this right. Um, I'm interested interested to see now what happens with Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also don't think it's like, Hey, listen, 
I did enough for 25 years and um, now I can pretty much do whatever I want because but for me I don't, in this NFL, that's, that's not enough. I don't think he's saying that. I think he's just like, yeah, there was a down year. I wanted them to be better and mm-hmm. I shouldn't have had Matt Patricia play calling, but like, it's going to be better. And you guys are so greedy. Like, And truly- one of the things though, that the, the reason that the Patriots fans are mad at Bill is because Bill is head coach and Bill is general manager. Yes. So when you miss on a draft pick, whose fault it's is him. it? It's, it's Bill. Him. When they have no weapons, whose fault is it? It's Bill. Bill. When they spent all this money on Nelson Aguilar and all of these other receivers that seemingly did nothing, when Kendrick Bourne barely played throughout the season, whose fault is it? It's Bill's fault. So when I'm, you are the GM and the coach, I'm sorry, but you have to take some. And I can't even believe I'm defending him, but I have really actually turned around on him. But I just, the whole fan base is giving my super sweet 16 vibes of just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. And it's like, calm down. You got a Mercedes Benz. Just drive it. You don't need a new car. Um, Megan, I think that's all of our topics that we have today. I feel like we really blew through it. I think we hit it all um, here at Extra Points. We are doing the race to 10 tonight. So all of you, be sure to tune into that. It's very fun if you're not familiar. We bet on basketball teams. Um, Whoever is going to win the race to 10. It is short, simple, fun, exhilarating, all of the things. So please join us on Spotify Live to bet with us for the race to 10. Um, Elsewhere, WrestleMania is in LA this week. And I know on the Extra Points Podcast Network, there's going to be a few WWE superstars, big time stars. Bianca Belair will be on uh, the podcast Laugh Lines. Austin Theory, they're hoping to get on as well. So be sure to check out all of that fun stuff this week. And of course, the final four is this weekend. And um, we're all looking forward to that. Losing more money on college basketball. What could be more fun? F.A., you gotta be kidding me. All right, thank you for listening to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, and we will see you next week. Bye.